This episode is sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, fellas, it's Monday, and that means we raise our uh, glass today. I have the Ferrari mug celebrating the fact that we are the Ferrari of basement-based podcast. Mine is, uh, I do something called whatever the f*** I want. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sporting the brown trout, and no, that's not a euphemism for (laughs) anything. (laughs) All right, we're going to redo all that. (laughs) Why are we going to redo it? Why are we redoing it? That's good. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so. Semper Fi, Marines. Yes. And Navy people. On yeah. behalf of the men and women making podcast in mom's basement and the men and women at Navy Federal Credit Union, big salute goes out to our troops, keeping us all safe. Let's all go stack some Benjamins together, shall we? What a filthy job. Could be worse. How? Could be raining. Live from Joe's mom's basement, it's the Stacking Benjamin Show. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and ever think about striking out and starting a business? We might have found your funding because today we welcome from Shark Tank, Barbara Corcoran. But she's not the only big guest we've got. During our headline segment, we'll talk to the master of year-end tax planning, Ed Slot. While that's enough for most shows, not for these guys, we'll also throw out the Haven Lifeline to Debbie, who wants to know if she should put her house deposit into I-bonds and what to do with a hubby who has no retirement savings. And then I'll share some very adult trivia. Oh, okay, that came out wrong. And now, two guys who are ready to help you start adulting, Joe and O-J-J-J-J-G. And a happy, happy Monday to you, neighbor. Welcome back to the basement. Why don't you pull up a chair here with us at the card table because we're going to do some podcasting with you uh doug thanks for the nice open happy monday to you sir i thought you were talking to me the whole time i'm not supposed to pull the cart the chair up to the card table well you already you have your to our God. listeners you still want me over here i'm breaking the fourth wall here 
as they oh. as people like Steven Spielberg and I say. We're breaking the fourth so wall. Instead of inviting somebody over to the card table that you've known for like twenty five years and joining you in a nice intimate discussion, you're break you're breaking convention and breaking the fourth wall and leaving me over in the corner. Got it. Okay. I, th- I thought you were already here. The guy who's definitely already here and ready to rock it, Mr. OG. Bring it in on a Monday, man. Bringing it on a Monday. Am I going to rock it? Or am I ready to rock it? Like pew. Well, it doesn't have to be either or, does it? It could be both. I want to rock. No, no, maybe not. Different thing. Maybe not he that. He did take some. He took some supplementals this morning. He definitely did. <laughs> some gummies. <laughs> I had some gummies this morning. This is not the OG we normally get. <laughs> I, I mixed up my gummy vitamins <laughs> with my other gummies. My, my night night gummies and my good morning gummies. I mean, look at him. He's all smiley. and I mean, he's not even just smiling with his mouth like the normal fake smile he has. He's smiling he, with his eyes and he's all chipper. Just having a good day with you guys. You know why? It's because we got Ed Slot coming down to the basement. We know what a what a oh. fanboy OG is of Ed Slot. Yes, we do. All that so much tax planning. I mean, super fun. And then Barbara Corcoran. Who doesn't like Barbara? Just a great day here on the show. But you know what? Before all that, I do think OG's been at the gummy bin because as we were walking down the hall, you know what he said to me? You know what he was talking about? Uh, No, I don't. Please. Well, let's. Yeah, let me show you. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Well, if you're new to Stacking Benjamins, you may not know that I've tried out a lot of personal finance apps. I like to be a guinea pig and try out all these things so I know what I'm talking about when it comes to uh, what's helpful and what isn't helpful. And uh, the app that I've used the longest has been Monarch Money. And it's because Cheryl and I, my spouse, were able to collaborate together. We can work on our goals together and our budget and our goals are right next to each other on the app. It is clearly the next generation of personal finance apps. So what is it? Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, because you're a stacker, you'll get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Benjamins. I love the fact that we get to collaborate. I love the fact that it's customizable. And I also love that it's this ad-free privacy you can trust. They never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. After trying out Monarch myself, I totally get why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, because you're a stacker, you're going to get an extended 30-day free trial to try it out like I try out many different apps. And this one was sticky for me because, well, you'll see when you try out the 30-day free trial. Go to monarchmoney.com slash Benjamins. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash Benjamins for your extended 30-day free trial. Dude, dude's amazing. 
Just incredible that you'd think about just that. Just segued right into that out of nowhere? Right in the middle of the show. Just like that. Barbara Corcoran coming up, but first, I think we got Ed Slot waiting for us uh, right now, OG. Let's get this party started. Hello, darlings. And now, it's time for your favorite part of the show, our stacking Benjamin's headlines. And in our headline today, we're in the fourth quarter, OG. You know, fourth quarter of the football game big, but also fourth quarter of the year is big, especially when it comes to your tax planning. And you and I have a very special guest back who I feel like has done this for us the last few years. Ed Slot joins us. How are you, Ed? Well, it's great to be back here. I even forgot I was here. (laughs) (laughs) No offense. We do that all the time. (laughs) No offense taken. (laughs) One of the things that we need to be thinking about, if I'm your average Stacky Benjamins listener, uh, what should I be focused on tax-wise here in the fourth quarter? Well, uh, (laughs) taxes are everything. First of all, go back to your football analogy. You notice how in college and even in the pros, the games are now won or lost in the last three or four seconds. Have you noticed that? Yes. Yeah. It's my lions are always on the bad side of that, Ed. So yes, I know that. Painfully. Yeah. Okay. Well, sorry about that. Oh, when was the last time just speaking about football, the lions won the Super Bowl? Oh, look at the time, Ed. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, tax planning is the same way. People wait. You know, tax planning should be a thing you're doing all year long. Like somebody asked me yesterday, you know, when should I start collecting my tax records? You should, that should be a constant process. But people always wait till the last minute. But there's certain things that you can do. Remember, taxes, there are not a lot of things you can do after the year ends. There's actually very few. Once the book closes on December 31st, you're pretty much locked into everything. For example, one big one where people are confused on Roth conversions. Uh, Roth conversions are great, you know, if it's right for you to move from a tax-deferred account to a tax-free account, and you do have to pay the tax, but now would be the great time to look at it. I'm not saying everybody should do a Roth conversion, but now would be the time to look or have a conversation with your tax advisors, because as we get into the fourth quarter, you have a better estimate of what your income will be for the year. And that's important because you want to know what a Roth conversion will cost because Roth conversions are permanent. They cannot be undone anymore. There's no backseas. There used to be recharacterizations. You could undo it and reconvert. There's none of that anymore. No more second chances. So you will owe the tax on the amount you convert, even if your financial condition or situation changes next year at tax time when the bill comes due. Now, that should not deter you from doing a Roth conversion because we're in probably the best tax environment you've ever seen in your life. Uh, Given the low rates compared to historically low rates going back years and years. And that's the key to a successful Roth conversion, to move the money when tax rates are the lowest. You get the most bang for your buck. Really, a Roth conversion is, is really just a big bet on where you think tax rates are going to go. I believe they're going to go up. Uh, You just look at the, you know, that four-letter word, math, (laughs) M-A-T-H. People think when I say a four-letter word, I'm going to say kids. No, everybody knows that's a lousy (laughs) investment. Where's the payoff there? You know, it used to be owning your own home. Uh, The American dream was to own your own home. Now it's getting the kids out of it. (laughs) I I call them my three little Ferraris. That's what I call my kids, you know. (laughs) 
Well, so you got to look at the math. Look at our deficit and debt levels. That's why I believe tax rates are going up. Or to look at it another way, do you actually think your tax rates will go down anymore? So that's a good bet. But you have to project what amount is right for you. Maybe this is not a good year to convert. But this is the time to look at that conversation. Maybe the best move for everybody is over time do a small do a series of smaller annual conversions over time. So over time, you're building up in your Roth IRA. The reason I love Roth IRA is obviously because once the funds are in there, it's tax-free. Yes, you do have to pay some tax up front, but like with anything, you know, that's part of the game. There's some pain in any anything. This is why I love root canals. People <laughs> laugh at me, but uh, because you get rid of the pain up front. As it is now, I'm already employing four different dentists, all right, just to get rid of the pain up front. I have my regular dentist, I have my uh, root canal guy, the endodontist, but I'm I'm past him. I got rid of all those teeth. I, I, then I got to my uh, periodontist with the implants, and then the oral surgeon takes everything else out, uh, okay? <laughs> but I get rid of the, the pain up front. It's what a Roth conversion is. People focus on, on what it costs up front, not the big long-term benefit. And it doesn't have to be done by year end, but if you want a Roth conversion to count, for 2022, the funds have to leave the IRA by the end of the year. It doesn't work like a Roth or IRA contributions where you have until April 15th next year to make a contribution for the prior year. With conversions, if you want it for this year, it has to happen this year. Which means that you've got some, I mean, you talked about planning first, right? Then you got to open the account, which means you can't do this on December 30th or December 31st. No. No, uh, don't even go there. I would get everything done by Thanksgiving. And the worst of the week to do anything is the last week of the year. That's right. uh, I mean, that's where all the RMDs, all the financial transactions, the last minute stuff. Not only that, but in my experience, anybody at the banks or the custodians that know anything about this that could help you, though any of those people that know this stuff, know another thing. They know to take that week off and they're on vacation. Well, and I'll tell you, even from our perspective, I think, Ed, you know this already, a lot of the custodians will even tell you after December 15th, 17th or something, everything is just best efforts. We may get it done. We may not. We're seeing a lot of- I think Fidelity and some of them actually announced cutoff dates for conversions, for RMDs, for certain transactions. That's a great point. I, I ought to have you on my show, but I don't even have a show. So well, if you do, I'd be happy to uh, to stand in the corner silently like I do on this one. We're seeing a lot of, uh, talking about Roth conversions, we're seeing a lot of uh, 401k plans now allow in-plan conversions. And those work yeah, just the same way. You don't have to you don't have to take a distribution. Yeah, it's the same thing. But you will owe the tax. Too many people get stuck on the upfront. You know, I yeah. made a joke about the pain and the dentist, but that's what it costs. But if you can get that money out at, at rock bottom tax rates on sale rates, I mean, this is the way to do it, to have a longer term big picture and have the Roth start accumulating tax free in your favor. Because uh, if you don't do anything, you might say, well, I'll just ignore it. So the IR, my IRA will keep growing. But you have a tax problem growing every day. It goes up. Uh, you know, your your balance increases. It also increases for Uncle Sam. Uh, and so the problem doesn't go away. More of it ends up with the government long term. Another dentist thing, uh, uh, one of my dentists has a sign. She has a sign in her office. Ignore your teeth and they'll go away. 
Yeah, and from a tactical <laughs> IRAs, you can't ignore. So what? Uh, you're not like saving money by ignoring the growth. Right. At some point, you will be forced to take that money out, whether you want to or not. At age seventy-two, maybe at a higher balance, maybe yeah. at a higher rate, leaving you with less when you need it most in retirement when the paychecks stop. So that's something you can do before year end. RMDs have to be done, uh, like Ogene there says, <laughs> before the cutoff. Uh, he's, I see the OG, but uh, he goes, and you said that's <laughs> just not make, original gangster? Well, it is original gangster also. No, it's other guy. I just learned that, by the way. You know, my kids were telling me something, uh, and I didn't know the lingo, the OG. Oh, yeah, you know, that's like the real deal, I guess well, it means. Well, some people, Ed, would consider you the OG. Oh, yeah, yeah, OG. I go through this with my daughter all the time because she's a millennial and I'm a baby boomer. In fact, uh, last year... For some reason, she was with me. I had to go to the bank. So I'm walking over to the bank from my office with her. And on the way there, she said, you know, Dad, the only people that go to banks anymore are old people like you. Everybody does mobile deposits. <laughs> and I said, you know what? You may have a point. That that may be true. But you know who else goes to the bank? People with people money. People with money. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Ed, I got a couple of questions before we say goodbye. Number one is, I know that with itemized deductions, for, for most people listening to this show, they kind of went bye-bye, but is there anything that, that the average person can do now to reduce that tax bill before the end of the year for this year's taxes right now? Well, you're right about that. According to the IRS statistics, you know that 90% of taxpayers take the standard deduction now. Yeah, yeah. Most people can't get over that high hurdle. And uh, a big part of that is the limit of the 10000 for real estate taxes. You know, I'm in New York. That buys you about three days. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, so you're limited. So you don't really, unless you have really big medical or really big charitable, you're going to be taking a standard deduction. But here's something else you can do. If you're charitably inclined, chances are you're not getting any tax benefit for the gifts you make to charities and churches and schools and hospitals and things like that. If you qualify, and not everybody does, look into a QCD, Qualified Charitable Distribution. The, uh, it's a great way to get a better than an itemized deduction. You get an exclusion from income. It's better than a deduction. The only negative part about it is that it's not available to enough people. It's only available to IRA owners and beneficiaries who are 70 and a half years old or older. Not 72. The Secure Act changed the RMD age to 72, but they left this qualified charitable oh. distribution age at 70 and a half. So if you are in that, you're uh, especially if you're taking RMDs from your IRA, you can transfer. If you were going to give, say, 5000 to a charity, uh, you could transfer that 5000 right from your IRA to the charity, and it would count towards your RMD and be excluded from income. That's a great benefit that most people miss. Again, that would have to be done before year end to get it in for year end. Yeah, to get it in this year. My last question is, there is a really good looking book behind you as we as we look at you on the shortwave. How does that get there? Subliminal. <laughs> subliminal advertising. Tell us a little bit about that book. It must be written by a friend of yours. That's the whole shebang. The new retirement savings time bomb. Uh, you know, tax bomb. I mean, it's a tax... That's what an IRA is. Sorry to say, I'll keep showing the book, but uh, it's a ticking tax time bomb. Say that three times <laughs> fast. 
And this is the guide to make the tax rules work for you rather than against you. The rules are working against everyone because most people have their money in tax deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks. They're just a tax bill waiting to happen. Every time it got, your account goes up, part of it is owed right back to Uncle Sam or the IRS, and you're not going to keep all of that money. So you have to do things. That's why I mentioned the Roth conversion. To get some of that money out while rates are low, it's a trap because you know that's how the yeah. system was started. I wish, you know, like the young people today, I say to every young people, don't even bother with an IRA or 401k. Use only Roth IRAs and only Roth 401ks at work. Imagine if we could have been able to build our retirement savings from dollar one accruing and accumulating tax-free. They have that opportunity. So for people watching or listening here, for your children or grandchildren, those millennials I make fun of, they have the opportunity of a lifetime. The greatest money-making asset anyone can possess is time. And they have more of it than anyone else, but they have to capitalize on it. So uh, that's a great move to encourage people to do Roths or switch over at work or Roth IRAs. The deduction isn't worth anything. Plus, you have to give it back. Think about it this way. The IRA is an IOU to the IRS. You should put that on a T-shirt. Yeah. I remember you told me one time, Ed, you're like, it's not yours. It's yours and the government's, and you're growing it for both of you. You know, I do a lot of crossword puzzles. Matter of fact, I have one here. And a clue came up, and it was a sharer's word was the clue. And the answer was ours. So it gave me an idea. I used it in a seminar a week or two ago. Ours? You don't want your IRA from the government point of view to be ours. Put a Y in front of it. Make it yours. (laughs) Move it to tax-free territory. You don't want to share. You know, the problem is we were all taught wrong. For me, it began in kindergarten when I was five. You know, today as a grandparent, you may uh, relate to this. I don't know. There's like 10 levels below kindergarten. I started at five years old. Now, as a grandparent, you can go to 10 graduations before the kid's three years old. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> and then you go, oh, I'm so proud. You, you move from two and a half to three. They don't even know you exist. But here's the problem. When I learned or started in kindergarten, we were all taught wrong. We were taught about sharing. Well, that sounds nice. That's okay for your toys, your crayons, and your snacks, but not your money. There is no obligation for you to share your hard-earned IRA or 401k with the government. There's a plan. Most people don't have a plan. They just let it happen to the... So this book, the theme here is to move from forever tax to never tax. Get your plan, not the government plan, and make the tax laws work for you rather than against you. It's also tough that it says the best IRA advice, Wall Street Journal on the top. That's that's oh, got to yeah, be. Yeah, uh, you saw that? Yeah, oh, yeah, best source of IRA advice. Uh, Ed, I've told you this before, brother, but I wish you were passionate about this. If you were passionate about taxes, <laughs> this career might work for you. It might be good. Ed Slot, thanks for joining us, man, helping stackers with year-end tax planning. All right, guys. Thanks. Big thanks to Ed for stopping by. Hey, it's time for our TikTok Minute, time when we... Shine a light on either somebody who's TikTok awesome or TikTok not really that awesome. TikTok awesome. You think it's TikTok awesome? I think this is awesome, OG, because we have found the hotline to a gentleman on TikTok who knows exactly what's happening next. And sadly, sadly, it isn't good. Let's, uh, well, let's listen in. 
A market crash is imminent. I don't have time to explain the why, but here's the key dates to look out for. October 9th through the 16th is the Feast of Tabernacles. The last three major market crashes that we've had in 2008, 1987, and 1929 all concluded at the beginning of the Feast of Tabernacles or at the end of the Feast of Tabernacles, which this year is October 9th through the 16th. October 9th is also a full moon. This leads us into a moment where we're going to have two back-to-back eclipses once again, just like we had last year that marked the top of the Bitcoin bear market, or sorry, bull market before we rolled over into the bear market. That's how I predicted that on December 4th, Bitcoin would enter a bear market with 100% certainty. That prediction came through 40% liquidation event. Once again, this is an incredible moment in time. October 9th through the 16th, Feast of Tabernacles. Be ready for the market crash to conclude during that time. But also look out for back-to-back eclipses where we could be reversing. The energy can shift to the upside. And that is going to be on the 25th and then November 7th and 8th lunar eclipse. You know what happened last time? Hold you on. Were- so does the bear market conclude? He said concludes, but then he also is intimating that it's going to go down further. So is it concluding or is it starting? No, it's, it's going to get bad. How did we miss but it? But he said concludes. In my, I mean... I would like to uh, buzz the English expert in the room. Yeah, he he double spoke a couple of times in there. So you're thinking maybe he's just uh, hedging his bet. No, no, no. I said it was good. This is the bottom. (laughs) It's a Feast of Tabernacles. If you can't plan on the Feast of Tabernacles, by the way, what can you plan on? Yeah. Happened the last three times. In the last three bear markets, there's only been three since 1929. Cool. Good to know. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, maybe he'll be right <clears throat> or maybe wrong. I guess we'll see. I think it's strange that he's lining that up with the Feast of Tabernacles because it's also the last time that Doug showered corresponds with all three of those dates. I didn't do that in 87. I didn't shower in 87. Oh, I wasn't there. It wasn't necessary that year. Al, I wasn't in the shower. We another Mr. Mom <laughs> quote. <laughs> <laughs> Why has this show become the Mr. Mom quote show? Because <laughs> it's, it's, it is a classic movie. I don't think OG's little, ever watched it. Little known show no. from like 1980, what, nine? Oh, no. Earlier than that. It's probably like 82. Uh, it's it's old. and uh, But it's making the rounds now. It's on, you know, you're flipping channels on a weekend and there's always good fellas on. There's always, you know, few good men. Mr. Mom's been on lately. I've been seeing it on my guide as I scroll by. 1983. It is 1983. Well, it means they made it. I just looked it up on the Googler. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There's some good lines in that movie. I know this is thrilling and all, but guess who's waiting in the wings? Barbara Corcoran is here. You, of course, know her from Shark Tank. We know her because she's helped so many people launch their business and uh, become successful in business. And today... She's coming down to the basement to help you. If you're thinking about starting a business or you're somebody that is uh, already in business, well, pull up a chair because Barbara is about to bring it like she did uh, when she was here last time. But first, I think, Doug, you got some trivia for us, right? Darn right I do, Joe. Hey there, stackers. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Tuck, and we are in trouble. The lady upstairs just watched that old movie with the dreamy Matthew McConaughey, Failure to Launch. It's about a 35-year-old guy who still lives in his mom's basement and talks to himself about personal finance all the time. I think it's hitting a little close to home, frankly, so I'm thinking up some defenses for the guys. Luckily, the government recently allowed young people to stick around on their parents' insurance a little bit longer. And that brings us to today's question. Until what age can kids now be covered by their parents' health insurance? 
I'll be back right after I check if my favorite medical psychic is in network. Well, you know what I think about Navy Federal? I think about the veterans that have done so much for our country. And I also think about some of our active service members. want to say a special shout out to uh, my nephews, Colin and Nathan, who are both in the Navy. Colin is stationed outside Seattle, Washington on a submarine. And my nephew, Nathan, is in South Africa as an air traffic controller. And in Military Appreciation Month, Navy Federal Credit Union wants you also to celebrate members, many of whom go above and beyond. Navy Federal offers member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members and help them reach their goals. It's all branches of the military, veterans, DOD employees, and their family are eligible for Navy Federal membership. They offer 24-7 help from their U.S.-based member service. Visit NavyFederal.org slash celebrate to see all of their Military Appreciation Month offers and other Navy Federal offers. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Well, don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment's the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal, rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line, and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money's breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money in the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Hey there, stackers. I'm medical miracle whip and at-home stair provider, Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug. Being an adult used to mean turning 18, getting a firm handshake from your father, a ham sandwich without mayo from your mother, and being shown the door. But now, youngins can hang out on their parents' insurance until long after that birthday. Not that I'm bitter, but today's kids are going to have bunions by the time they get off their parents' insurance. But for us, that's a move in the right direction, and something we should definitely highlight to Joe's mom. So, until what age can young people stay on their parents' health insurance? 26. And now, to help you figure out how you too can start a business in your mom's basement, Barbara Corcoran. Barbara Corcoran joins us. Welcome back, Barbara. Thank you so much for taking time for us. My pleasure. My pleasure. Well, this is a lot different situation, Barbara. We find ourselves in this year. Last year, when you and I talked, we were talking about COVID. Thank goodness that's on the decline. But this year, if you're a small business owner, Barbara, with all these recessionary fears, what are you telling people? Well, the biggest problem is the fear itself, as you know, that expression goes. But it's the last quarter of the year and every entrepreneur out there is sweating it. And they have reason to sweat it. They thought that the big challenge was coming through COVID only to go to the other side of COVID and find that the real big challenge is now. And the challenges are comprised of a couple of areas. It's one, the rising cost of their supplies, and they don't know what to do about it. They feel they want to take control, but they have no control. But what they do have control with 
is taking charge of their other costs within the business. And so in the fourth quarter, people tend to drill down if they're smart and ask, where could I save? What else don't I have to spend? What is really working? What's not worth spending money on? But it's so hard to get an entrepreneur, especially when they're new in business, to realize they can pass the added costs on to their customer. The customer today is primed for it. They understand it, and they accept added costs for the products they want. And the other challenge in the last quarter, which they don't realize until January hits, is people leave companies in December. It's the biggest Mm. time people find a new job. And so you have to treat your people as though they are gold because they are gold. And they have to get so much better at managing and motivating people. I would imagine that people flock to working with you, Barbara. And I'm wondering, what are just a few things people can do? If I'm an entrepreneur, what are a few things I can do to make my, you know, go above and beyond for my employee? Listen, I think I'm great at it. First of all, I have my head on straight. I understood even before the employee is as powerful as they are now that you have to work for your employee. If you get an attitude that they're working for you, you'll never have great employees. I think I've always had that attitude like, what could I do for you lately? How can I make your job easier? What can make you happier? What don't you like about the job? How would you like to change? Where do you want to go in the business? What do you dream about? Who do you want to be? I was always in tune with people to find out that. And you know why? Because I got a free ride to the top if they were riding to the top. You know, they just dragged me along with them, so to speak. I don't know. I just happen to think I'm very good at people, but I understood from the first day I opened my little shop when I hired my very first person, I realized that if I wanted to be a somebody, I wasn't going to do it alone. I was going to rely on people to get there. And so I made sure that the people I hired were golden, that they were loyal, that I was loyal, and I took care of them. I think it's really an attitude of almost like a great parent to people within your family. Well, I love this idea because a great mentor of mine, Barbara, told me one time, he said that if you help your employee work on their resume all the time so they can leave, they never will. But if you hold them (laughs) down, you know, and take all the credit, they leave immediately. Absolutely. The easiest thing to give away is credit. It doesn't cost a thing except a little ego. If you have a big ego, you give away the credit. You know, not falsely so. People see through that baloney in politics. But I mean, genuinely like, yep. This happened and Mary's responsible, you know, when she's really responsible. Yeah. If I'm thinking about starting a business, I know a lot of people are afraid to start a business now, but I also have been around long enough to know, Barbara, that times like these are opportunities. And there are times when, I mean, some of the best businesses out there were created during recessionary times. What would you tell somebody who's thinking about getting in the business right now? You know, so many of the uh, folks that come in and listen to our Business Unusual webinar series uh, have started businesses. They weren't in business. So we've been surprised at how many people want to be in business. And they have learned through listening to our webinar series that the best time to start a business is right now. And you are right, Joe. When the chips are down, when the customer is open to new things, when they're dissatisfied with the old things that aren't going well, when rents on retail spaces are down by 35%, when Mm. customers uh, are acquired easily online for like a penny a customer, that's the time to start a business. Not when things are great. When things are great, you got to compete with the greats out there. Start right now is the best single time to start a business. And you will learn that if you listen to our webinar series. Absolutely, because that's the underlying message, how great it is to be in business and how far you can go. 
I'm, I'm glad you brought up the webinar series. It's right around the corner, Barbara. I can't believe it. Uh, tell us what's happening. Yeah, well, next Wednesday, the subject is reinvention. And that is the subject that everybody has to listen to right now. How do you reinvent your business? Not totally do it differently, but how do you examine every little thing you do within your business? How could you do it better? We have very successful young entrepreneurs sharing their trade secrets. So there's no way you could listen to the webinar series presented by AT&T Business and go home without having a chock full of pockets of great ideas. So that's one. But you also should realize if you can't see it next Wednesday, if you're busy, say at your job or something, you could really uh, listen to it anytime on demand at your own leisure and you should not miss it. It feels like a masterclass of Barbara Corker and what could be better? Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to give what I can, which is a lot, <laughs> which is a lot. Amen. I want to ask you about two things about businesses, Barbara. Sometimes when you're counseling business owners, you see them overspend in an area, right? We talked a lot about making sure money's deployed in the right place. Other times you see them scrimp in an area where maybe they should spend more money. What's one area businesses spend too much money on, you think, and one where businesses really get in trouble if they don't spend enough? Um, clearly uh, the same thing every time. Uh, advertising that doesn't have a return. And oh. trusting a middleman that tells you that you're getting a tremendous return on your advertising. No, you got to check for yourself. That's number one to waste money on. Things that you've been doing for years and you never stop to really ask, is it important to anybody? Is it important to my employees? Is it important to my customer? And those expenses add up. So you can knock out 15% of your overhead just by examining and asking the question, is this important? Is this item important? Is that item important? Where people don't spend enough money on, they scrimp and save on their employees. Make sure your employees are having fun. Give a good party. Make sure they have a day off. Celebrate their birthdays. Celebrate their promotions. Make them the cat's meow. Everything you can including paying them well. The money you spend on your employees comes back to you tenfold. And that is an area that people very often say, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. Pay a great employee more and you can automatically see how you afford it. They produce business for you. It's as simple as that. That's fabulous. I love this idea of putting the CFO hat on for a second, but making it in a human way because these numbers, as you know, Barbara, tell a story. Even the title, <laughs> CEO doesn't cut it anymore. Chief, what is it? I don't even know what it, executive office. Chief is bad. The word executive is bad. Officer is bad. It alienates you from people that you want to be one with on your team. Now nah, they should eliminate the title and just call you chief. Not even chief. I, I don't know what the title would be. Fun officer. If you have to use the word officer, follow me, <laughs> you know, something like that. Well, that's something that's fun. I love these companies that create these fun titles, you know, chief fun officer, whatever it might be. Uh, the webinar, you mentioned it's next Monday. That's based on when we're recording this, guys. But it's actually in two days from when this comes out, Barbara. So everybody make sure on Wednesday that you get there. And how do people find out more? You simply register yourself on 888barbara.com. And should you not be listening it live next Wednesday, October 12th, you could also catch it on demand. Awesome. Barbara, thank you so much for helping us with entrepreneurship and all you do for financial literacy. I, I love it so much. Thank you. I love you, Joe. Thanks for having me. This is Scott from California. When I'm not hiking at national parks, I'm stacking Benjamins. Thanks again to Barbara. Boy, and to Ed. What a great show today. Oh, lineup. 
Holy moly. Holy cow. We should take out billboards about today's episode all over the country. Yes. Get two of the smartest people and also Barbara and Ed. And Ed. <laughs> in, the, <laughs> in the same place. You're talking about you and me, OG, right? We're the two smart people. I don't know. I feel like the pressure's on to keep this rolling. So let's throw out the Haven Lifeline and tackle some of life's most important questions. Our friends at Haven Life Insurance Agency, Doug, they put what you, you, you value first. Space heaters. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Your loved one's in your time. Yeah. Because I'm the only one of us actually in a basement. And uh, it's talking about wanting to have a warm relationship right there. Loved ones in your time. So why they made buying quality term life insurance actually simple. You go to stackybenjamins.com slash Haven Life now. You'll get a free quote. It'll be simple to fill out. It's all online. You get an instant coverage decision. I love insurance the modern way. Prices are affordable and all policies issued by the parent company, Mass Mutual. So you know the company's been around. This one over more than 160 years. They've been around, in fact. Hey, let's throw out the lifeline today to Debbie. Hello, Debbie. Hi guys, my name is Debbie in Cleveland. I have two questions. One is pretty quick, so I'm hoping we can get to them both. First one, I am wanting to save about $40,000 for a down payment on a home that I will not buy for about four years. I wondered if there's any reason not to put that money into I-bonds, at least for the first three years, because I would have a penalty to take them out if it were under a year Second question. I am 44 years old. My husband is 57. My husband is self-employed. He has absolutely no retirement savings. I am saving in my company's 401k um, that does offer a Roth option. Because my husband has zero savings for our retirement, is there any reason that I should invest in the Roth. There, I can't imagine there's any possibility that our income during our retirement years will be more than it is in our income-producing years. Um, currently, we both make about 100000 a year. So what am I missing? Why would I want to save in a Roth when our taxable rate is going to be much lower in our retirement years? Thanks so much. Hey, Debbie, trying to sneak in two questions. We saw what you did there, Debbie, but you know what? Cleveland rocks. So we're going to let Debbie get away with two questions. One t-shirt though. Yeah. But only one t-shirt. Yes. Sorry, Debbie. We don't make the rules. Mom does. Uh, But we do have to enforce it. Hey, OG. So diving into this, let's start off with the I-bonds. She's $40,000 into I-bonds. Don't think she Mm -hmm. can do that, can she? Well, she said she has four years to do it. So I'm guessing she's thinking- Uh, I'm going to do 10,000 a year for, for three years or whatever. And then the last year, yeah. the, uh, the only downside is you don't have any idea what you're signing up for. The interest rate that was highly touted, uh, you know, a year ago of being like this nine and a half percent rate is going to be adjusted in, I don't know, whatever, 15 days or something. It comes out. And I think everybody thinks it's going to be closer to six. Now, six is a heck of a lot better than the 2.7 that I'm getting my ally savings account for sure. But it comes with some strings, right? You don't know what the interest rate is going to be in six months. You can't touch it for a year. And if you take it out within five years, you lose the, the last three months worth of interest. So, you know, you start kind of whittling down the ability to uh, get that interest, that higher number. You've got some unpredictability in there. And there's a little PIA factor of getting the money to the treasury and all that sort of stuff. 
that being said, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, it just depends on how easy and accessible you feel like making your life. I think that if the math is the way it is right now, you'll probably make a few extra bucks. So have at it. Easy peasy. Yeah. The good news is she hits job number one. And when people generally mess this up, OG, they mess it up by putting it into a variable asset. With that short of a time frame, you don't want to put this in something variable. Yeah, it, definitely not the stock market, not buying bond funds or, you know, this has not, this is cash or something that smells a lot like cash and, and I bonds work for that. So, you know, you may be surprised and get great interest or you may be surprised and get no interest, but it's going to be, you know, guaranteed to have an outcome that you want on the back end. So that's good. What a good day for her second question too, which is yeah. around the, around the Roth IRA with Ed Slot. You know, the one say, thing he, that, he just answered it just, know. Uh, you know, a few minutes <laughs> yeah. ago, his take is, and I happen to like this a lot, Roth or nothing, Roth or bust, you know, just pay the piper today. That's because your the, the one thing that she said was, I, I think I'm going to be in a lower tax rate in the future. And that's assuming that tax brackets are the same today in 25 years from now. You don't know that. We don't have any insight into it, but the, you know, I just read an article. We passed what thirty-one trillion dollars of U.S. debt, so we have the ability to continue to print money, which is you know a good thing for us. But you got to pay the bills, you know. And how do you pay the bills? You pay them with tax revenue. So I like the idea of not owing anybody anything ever. <laughs> that's like a, that's not having to worry about your tax bracket because you will have some taxable income, right? You have Social Security. You might have some pension money. You'll have capital gains or something on your brokerage account if you have one of those. So you're going to have some taxable income in there, some some income that is potentially subject to tax. So if you can get away with it, Roth, I think. We spoke to uh, Sean Mullaney, who has a brand new book out about uh, solo 401ks. Uh, speaking mm-hmm. of Barbara and, and small businesses, taxes, and uh, he has a brand new book out last week. We did an interview with him. You'll hear excerpts of that coming up in a couple weeks here. But uh, Debbie, if you want to go watch that, if he's thinking about setting up a retirement plan, it's just the Fireside app. And then look for me, just look for Joe Salcihai and shows that I've done on Fireside. And you'll find the longer discussion with Sean about uh, retirement plans for him. Not your exact question, but definitely something that uh, anybody who's self-employed may want to know about. By the way, the Fireside app, when we were doing our show there, OG, used to be closed and you had to apply to get in. And they recently, within the past six weeks, have now opened it up. So if you try to get into Fireside before to hang out with us when we've made parts of the show or the show, um, you can now do that. We're not making the whole show there, but we are having interviews from time to time. And you'll find that on our community calendar. When Gertrude posts that in our basement Facebook group, you'll also find it Uh, if you follow us on Instagram or get the 201 newsletter. Speaking of the 201, we made a new video, OG. I have one more thing to add here on this 401k thing. Can I, can I, can I come back to it? Yeah. Yeah. Can I have it a, an addendum post script as it were? Yes. Steve pump the brakes for us. In thinking about the, the tax, uh, you know, your tax can control in the future. If you put all of your money in your Roth, Roth 401k side, you're also going to get a company match. Well, at least some, some people, you know, some companies have company matches, right? And that company match money is always going to go in pre-tax. So you're going to be building that pre-tax bucket also, not, not yours, right? Like you didn't get, you don't get a deduction on that, 
but you'll have some money that's taxable there too to kind of manipulate or convert. So anyways, you'll be building both sides of it. Go for the Roth. Even, even, even more. And by the way, I was already on to other things talking about the 201, but uh, Debbie, thanks for the call. And we are sending some uh, Haven Life swag your way. Congratulations on a fantastic call. If you want to be like Debbie, which I know you all do, uh, stackybenjamins.com slash voicemail. And uh, OG and I can answer your question as well. Hey, uh, we have a great promotion going on this week. It's the last week. We're giving away some skateboards. Doug, you saw the skateboards we're giving away. Those are some uh, some amazing Magneto skateboards. Yeah, they're beautiful, actually. Gorgeous that stuff. That longboard's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Company in Carlsbad, California. They were nice enough to write to us. Like, why, why they wrote to us and said, hey, you want to give away some skateboards? I'm like, do you know we're a finance show? So if you watch the video, your athleticism just oozed (laughs) out of the uh, podcast creation. And they're like, let's see, there's Tony Hawk we could reach out to or yeah. Yeah. This dude named Joe seems he, he definitely seems to rep the brand kind of reach, reach the people that we're going after. That's our target market right there. That's our target. Not Tony Hawk. I stayed on that board for a solid like four seconds. I liked how you were sitting on the longboard. I finally just had to run. That's the five it. seconds he's talking about, by the way. That's all he could manage sitting. I almost fell off that driveway I was in too when I was when I was sitting on it. You'll see this video on our YouTube channel. By the way, lots of good YouTube uh, videos now as our YouTube channel really gets ramped up. Follow us over there as as well. But you can win a skateboard and get deeper dives into all of these discussions that we're having here. If you really want more of the stuff we talked about today or stuff we talk about on any show, uh, subscribe to the 201, stackingbenjamins.com slash 201. And for the next week, you'll get one entry for yourself and three entries for every person that you refer to the 201. So if you know somebody else that needs this stuff, use your unique referral code that you'll find in your issue of, of the 201. But if you're not here for skateboards, for deeper dives, to hang out with us on Fireside or Instagram or to be like Debbie, oh, gee. <laughs> Somebody who makes delicious little cakes? Maybe. Do you think it's that Debbie? You think that Debbie in Cleveland? Lil, Lil Debbie? L-I-L. Lil Debbie? <laughs> yes. She don't need our help if that's that Debbie. Oh, I got to say, I had nothing better than some little Debbie cakes. Hey, if what you're really concerned about is the market and the chatter around the recession and, and holy cow, the fact that it's, um, it's the, uh, tabernacle feast of the tabernacles, feast of the tabernacle. If that's what you're truly worried about and why you're here, OG and his team have put together a free guide that shares eight moves to make in a down market and in a full moon. Do you mention the full moon, by the way, in your guide? I, we leave that out. That's uh, that's the ninth. That's the bonus move. <laughs> you got to come on as a client to get that level of, <laughs> yep. of service. Yep. And you want to know what to do with full moons. <laughs> Two words, Mercury retrograde. Get out. This guide will help you plan more and panic less no matter what the market does or the moon does or Mercury does. So head over to stackybenjamins.com slash guide. And you'll get the helpful free guide from OG. That's stackybenjamins.com slash guide. All right. I think that wraps it up for today. Coming up on Wednesday, have you ever thought about quitting your job and just yes. spending? Oh God, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, that wasn't the there's, end of your sentence. There's slightly more. These are one of those things we're supposed to keep in our head, Doug, and not, <laughs> not say a, a rhetorical 
question, yes. as it were. Uh, and spend the summer hiking at maybe the Appalachian Trail, the Continental Divide, or in this case, the Pacific Crest Trail. The Ooh, woman behind the PCT. Re- yes, the woman behind Ready to Roth, Krista Edwards, who brought it to our roundtable last year, is back because she did exactly that. She decided it was time to leave. We're going to talk about having the guts to quit your job, number one, when you're not financially independent yet. Number two, what's it like planning out this type of hike? You don't, don't just set out with a backpack one day. And then uh, three, now that it's over, what are some of the lessons we can learn from that? Great discussion we'll have on Wednesday with Krista. Everybody talks about the Appalachian Trail and the PCT and the CDT, but nobody talks about the biggest of all trails, through hike trails in North America. And nobody ever talks about. I know you think I'm setting up a joke. I'm not. No, the, the one North that goes Con- east west. Yeah, the one that goes east west. The North Country right? Trail goes from North Dakota to, uh, I think now it goes all the way to Vermont. Um, definitely into upstate New York. I know that for sure. And it's more than twice as long as the Appalachian Trail. It goes right past my house. And uh, nobody ever talks about it. I would love it. If somebody walked that, uh, reach out to me. And let's put that on our next uh, potpourri episode. That'd be fun. All right, Doug, uh, what should we have learned today, man? Well, Joe, first, take some advice from Ed Slot. A little planning ahead can make your future tax bills much smaller. Time to figure out what you need to do for 2022 today. Second, while a basement might not be Barbara Corcoran's favorite place to start a business, we agree with him. Starting your new venture comes with tons of perks, but don't be afraid to ask for help. <laughs> the big lesson... We talked about that Oscar-worthy film, Failure to Launch, during the trivia. But the real failure is Failure to Lunch. Hey, Ma! Where's my ham Sammy? Thanks to Ed Slot for joining us today. You'll find all things Ed Slot at IRA.com. We'll also include links in our show notes at StackingBenjamins.com. Thanks to Barbara Corcoran for joining us today. Her webinar, Business Unusual with Barbara Corcoran, presented by AT&T Business, is free and happens on Wednesday, October 12th at 2 p.m. Eastern or anytime after on demand. It's designed for all types of small and mid-sized businesses, retail, restaurants, manufacturing, transportation, healthcare, anything. And whether they have a brick-and-mortar presence or are online only, Additional information and free webinar registration is available at 888barbara.com. This show is the property of SB Podcasts, LLC, copyright 2022, and is created by Joe Salcihai. Our producer is Karen Repine. The show is written by the brilliant Paulette Perhatch, with help from Joe, me, and Doc G from the Earn and Invest podcast. After you listen to our show, check out the 201 Deep Dives, written by our website manager and blog editor, Brooke Miller. You'll find the 411 on all things money at the 201. Just go to stackingbenjamins.com slash 201. Once we bottle up all this goodness, we ship it to our engineer, the amazing Steve Stewart. Steve helps the rest of our team sound nearly as good as I do right now. Want to chat with friends about the show later? Mom's friend Gertrude is our social media coordinator and the room mother in our Facebook group called The Basement. So, say hello when you see us posting online. Here's a weird fact. Both she and Tina Eichenberg are never in the same room at the same time. 
To join all the basement fun with other stackers, type stackingbenjamins.com slash basement. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you next time back here at the Stacking Benjamin Show. Not only should you not take advice from these dorks, don't take advice from people you don't know. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Before making any financial decisions, speak with a real financial advisor. Got this new cologne, and let me tell you something. It is f-ing delightful. Who? What? <laughs> you're smelling. You're smelling yourself, dude. Are, it's it's. Are you it's smelling so yourself? yourself on? It's so hot. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I've got it's this great. really good. Wow. <laughs> like I can't even. I can't even stand to be with myself. It's ow. It smells so good. It's hot in a hot tub. Damn, I smell good. Golly. Got that Sakara Noir going, do you? Some Paco no, Rabanne. No, a little Tom Ford, actually. But uh, So you've got another dude smell all over you. Wait a minute. Isn't Tom Ford the, wasn't he the mayor of uh, Toronto? The dude doing cocaine? <laughs> I think you're right. I think that was his name. <laughs> you figured me out. <laughs> like Phoenix rising from the ashes. He has rebuilt himself. This is, this is a orange jumpsuit scent. Toilet gin scent. <laughs> I feel like my head is way bigger than you guys is. Oh God, that is the understatement of the century. <laughs> the, the, the t- <laughs> Holy God, you're just this is just dawning on you now. The deep thoughts, by the way, going on. I smell great. I think my head is pretty big. Well, stackers, the show might be over, but the celebrations are just beginning. Because it is Military Appreciation Month that I want to celebrate people like my brother-in-law, Eric, who is such a giving person. Eric will do just anything for you. And as a Marine, you can see that his time in the military taught him to be a guy who gives to his community, gives to his family, and is always there when you need them. This Military Appreciation Month, Navy Federal Credit Union wants to celebrate members like Eric who go above and beyond. Navy Federal offers member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members and help them reach their goals. Navy Federal's employees are part of the community they serve. Many of them are military family members, reservists, or veterans, and all branches of the military, veterans, DOD employees, and their families are eligible for Navy Federal membership. In fact, there are so many resources on the Navy Federal website, resources like Best Cities After Service to help veterans transition to civilian life and best careers for military spouses to support military families. Visit NavyFederal.org slash celebrate, and you'll see all of their Military Appreciation Month offers and other Navy Federal offers. 
Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender.